Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The Church of Christ is scriptural in name, Romans 16:16, 16, 16, scriptural in origin, Colossians 1:18, scriptural in doctrine, 1 Timothy 4:16, scriptural in practice, James 1 and 22. Our lesson today is by Joe Fox. He's bringing us a wonderful lesson on a faith that saves. We hope that you enjoy the lesson and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, in eternal ages when His praises ring, glory in the highest time of salvation, standing on the promises of God,
and all, all that we will encounter in life. What our Lord endured will be nothing. What we endure will be nothing compared to what our Lord endured. We're studying this morning, you know, Jesus began his personal ministry, and as we'll continue to study his, his time here on earth, and we'll understand and, and we'll see from Bible record all the, the diseases, the sicknesses, uh, and, and the, the healing uh, of him uh, personally, and then his commission uh, of those men that he began to choose this morning. Uh, his commission and them sending them out and giving them the power to heal the sick. He gave them power to, to uh, 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 give salvation, give, give uh, health to uh, the Jewish people. And, and they rejected him. And, and now we have this, the Gentile race, the whole world has the saving power. And it's contained in this book that's laying before us this morning. The Bible. And, and as Brother Johnson, we were talking up there in the back this morning. Uh, you know, people can read uh, Acts 2.38 uh, and, and where he said, Here, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And then they, they, they said, well, I don't see it that way. Well, why not? Why not? That's plain English. Why can't you see it like that? Why can't you see that the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved? Why can't you see that there's no salvation in, in all of these other religious so-called organizations? Why can't you see that we are the church? Not the building. We are the church. Yes, this is the building that we meet in. But we can meet out in the yard and still be the church. We can meet under oak tree somewhere and still be the church. It's nice to have a, a, a comfortable building. It's nice to have heat in the wintertime, air conditioning in the summertime, a soft seat to sit on. But it's not necessary. But it's nice to have. And we've been blessed with it. What we need to understand is we're members of the body of Christ. We obey the gospel from the heart. We heard his word. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We believe this to be God's word, God speaking to us. We have faith in it. And without it, it's impossible to please Him. Please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He rewarded them that diligently seek Him. Hebrews 11, verse 6. There's got to be a changing of our mind. We changed our mind from doing what we wanted to do to doing what God told us, told us to do. Repentance. Luke 13, 3 and 5 says, I tell you, make except you repent. He shall all likewise curse. Acts 17 and verse 30 says, At the time of this ignorance, God winked at, the now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. 
people have a problem with repentance. In Romans the 10th chapter, in the beginning there of verse 1, the Bible says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for is and let them not be saved. He said, well, by them records they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness are going about having, going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describes the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh of this way. Why? Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. What saith it? Now listen to this. What saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thy heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. Faith is important. As I told you many times, I didn't see Jesus work the miracles that we're about to study in his personal memory. I didn't see that. I didn't even see him make the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak, the lame to walk. I didn't see that. But I believe with all my heart and soul that it happened. I believe that we have the power today to heal the sick. I believe that we have, if we have faith, God still works. God still works. Having faith, without faith, it's impossible to please Him without believing these things. He said they're going about to establish their own righteousness. Why? He said, they're being ignorant of God's righteousness. That's what the matter of people today. They're ignorant of God's righteousness. They don't know what the Bible says. No, it's of no private interpretation. The reason they can't see is because they've closed their eyes. The reason that they can't hear is because they've stopped up their ears. They don't want to hear. You know, if we want to see and we want to hear, if we'll listen to what the Bible says. We'll listen to, to it when He's speaking to us. He's not going to part the clouds and say, Hey, you. He, he, he's done with that. He delivered the gospel into our hands. And we've got to accept that. We've got to change our mind and accept that in repentance. Oh, you'll ask people, oh, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Oh, yes, I believe it. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I, I believe He came and died on the cross for my sins. Do you really? Do you really? Then why don't you do what He said? He said in Matthew 28, 18 through the rest of the chapter, He said, all the power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, and go with Yahweh even to the end of the world. 
Why can't you believe that? He said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Are you listening? No, people ain't listening. Nothing unusual. Matthew, the 17th chapter, the beginning of verse 1, the Bible says, And after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bring them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. And his face did shine in the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared in them Moses and Elias talking with him. Then answered Peter and said to him, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make you three tabernacles. One for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. What's the matter? People are not listening. Jesus spoke, but they're not listening. John 12, 48 says, he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath the one that judges him. The words that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. And he said, These are not my words, but the Father gave me a commandment what I should say and what I should speak. Jesus gave the commandment in Mark 16, 15, and 16, going to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. People just not listening. And several times that we'll study in the next few weeks, good Lord willing, throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Bible will say, Hear ye him. Hear ye him. The problem is people are not listening. They're not listening. They've got their mind made up. You know, refusing Jesus. We, we better be real careful about refusing His commands. Uh, what the Bible says for me and you to do, we better be doing it. We better be about our Father's business. In Hebrews chapter 12, and there beginning with verse 1, He says, Wherefore we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Right. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joys that were set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sin against himself, lest ye be worried and faint in your mind. Ye have not resisted unto blood striving against sin. He ain't putting up no fight. He said, He never promised us a rose garden here. He said, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. You want heaven, you're going to have to fight for it. He said, Consider him that endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest you be weary and faint in your mind. Can you imagine healing? All the sickness and diseases that he did, doing all the things of good that he did, and then being spit upon for it, being beaten half to death for it, being nailed to an old rugged cross for that. He done that for me and you. You have not 
persisted on the blood striving against sin. Ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he received. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with son. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? Well, now I'm going to tell you something. In our lifetime, we have fathers that believed in doing such. But there's a lot of children in the world and they don't know what chastisement is. There's a lot of children in the world they don't know who the father is. There's a lot of fathers that are, are uh, shirking in their duty. But he said, if ye endure chastisement, God dealeth with you as with some. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if he be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, they are a bastard and not son. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. We gave them a reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection of the Father's Spirit and live? Old Jerry Clark said, said it like this one time. In some of his going on. He said, Honor thy father and thy mother. You know, Honor thy father and thy mother. They've been there and done that. Like I've told you many times, I didn't understand. When I was young, a lot of things that dad done. And over the years, it, it come to me. He knew what he was doing. He'd been there and done that. And, and he was looking out for me and for us, for his children. Because he was our dad. He was our father. And he believed in correctness. And I think it made us what we are today. I know it made us what we are today. I know that what the world is full of today is because of a lack of fathers. A lack, a lack of love. And a lack of chastisement. A lack of, uh, you know, trying to buy children's love and, and talk to children. You know, talk goes so far. Now, no chastisement for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, after it yields the peaceful fruits of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down to feeble knees. And make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Look in diligence, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicators or profane person, as Esau, who for one morsel of bread, sold his birthright. For you know how that after when he would have uh, inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. For ye are not come unto the mount, that ye might be touched with that burn with fire, nor 
under blackness and darkness and tempest. And the sound of the trumpet and the voice of the words which voice they heard they heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. You know, that's the problem. People don't want the word spoken to them anymore. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't understand God's intentions. In Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 and 8, the Bible tells us that this is the day of uh, provocation, end of the day of provocation. He says, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. And that's the problem. The world has hardened their heart to the Word of God. They don't want to hear it. We need to realize that God is speaking to us. And in John 17, 17, He says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the Bible says the word of God is quick and it's perfect. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts to the heart. Join the mouth. You know, I, 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 we have seen in our lifetime the time that it would do that. The people have hardened their hearts so hard. And there's so much false doctrine out there today. That it's hard to get the word of God to penetrate. You know, we still we have the responsibility of speaking as the oracles of God. First Peter 4, verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability that God gives you. God and all things mature with that. You know, Jesus is standing with open arms, even yet today. And looking at an old sinful world, looking at a world that is full of a lot of things that was, it was full of in the time that he destroyed Dominate so. Men are wicked. Men are, are, are wicked, getting wickeder every day. Men are have rejected God, are refusing to hear his word. They have great synagogues or buildings or whatever you want to call them. For the false prophets, this day and throughout the whole week, you can turn on your TV and you can find station after station after station of them uh, so-called uh, preachers on their uh, 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 spitting out their vile afflictions, leading souls astray, uh, giving people what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear. And if they give them what they need to hear, they wouldn't be on the TV very long. This morning they have got uh, those auditoriums crammed full of people that if they told them the truth, they'd all get up and leave. So that they, that they wouldn't believe the word of it. They don't believe the word of it. And I told you before, uh, at one time I thought that I, I would like to speak to a crowd such as that, but I, I don't think I want to be responsible for the stampede and people that would get killed in it when I told them the truth, trying to get out of the place. You know, that's, that's the, the thing about it. People don't want the truth. They won't, won't open the pages, of the, they're refusing it. They want to open the pages of this book and read it and say, yes, Lord, I hear you. Speak on. Tell me what I need to do. Show me. 
what I need to do. It's all here in black and white. This is the instruction.